Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. It's kind of like in Jurassic Park, they never learn. It's like, oh, let's play with dinosaurs. Ah, oh, dang, that didn't work. Oh, let's fuck with John Wick. Again. <laughs> Nerd On. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome, even if you are excommunicado. That's okay. That's okay. You're welcome here, too. Yeah, that was a good one. You're welcome welcome. here to the Continental. Yes. Uh, The Continental. The Continental. Today, we talk about the Baba Yaga's third chapter in the John Wick story. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. The film that finally dethroned Endgame. We are talking about John Wick, <laughs> Chapter Three, Parabellum. Parabellum, baby. Mm-hmm. Prepare for war. This is Pacum Parabellum. John Wick. First time I heard that was in the Punisher movie. Oh, that makes sense. <clears throat> so, let's get into this. I'm Josh. I'm Caitlin. Ali. My name's Tom, and we're joined on the Source Connect with Corey. Yeah, there he is somewhere re- in the ether. We are recording via the interwebs. Wow. Whoa. You know it. Mm-hmm. The Corey. future is now. The future is now. Yes. Corey is uh, visiting family up north, and he is coming to us from the interwebs. Anyway, so. You know it. This episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon. If you are new to Patreon, Patreon is essentially a membership service in which you can support your favorite creator, say like NerdOn. For as little as a dollar to five dollars, you can get things like um, Discord server uh, access that you can talk to us, other fans. You can have bonus episodes, early access, all sorts of fun stuff. But check it out. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Join the Nerdon Nation today. The Nerdon Do it. Nation. Bow, 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 bow. Heck yeah. And that would bring us to our first segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Since this is a finished film, mm-hmm. all complete, it's not going to be complete in the series, but that means we get to rate it at the end, and that allows us to... <laughs> Guess that grump. It's a chef's table song or something. Wow. The way that you introed that really, that means we get to, we're going to guess who is going to be. You set us up. You set us up for success there. It is. So if you're new to the show, at the episode, like I said, we're going to rate John Wick on a scale of one to five, one being the lowest, five being the highest. And whoever's rating is the lowest in the group will be the grump of the week. Technically, zero is the lowest. Yeah. Well, Ollie, maybe I don't hate movies. Um, and everyone like at home, somebody. play along. Five because he's a cutie. Yeah. Uh, send along what you thought of the film, one through five, and who you thought would have been the grump of this week. Uh, slip inside in our DMs or our Facebook or wherever it is to find to let us know. Play, play along, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I never explained, but today I did, or something like that, <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess that the grump will be... You know what? I'm going to go with Corey. Oh, okay. So that's one for me. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go Caitlin. <gasps> wow. Wow. Well, I'm going to guess Corey also. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Corey. Interesting. Um, I am going to guess. I'm going to guess Caitlin. Ooh. All right. Caitlin. All right. All right. I feel like we've never talked John Wick. We well, have not. No. Like even in casual well, company. 
Oh. oh, you mean like when we're we, being we, friends we kind outside of, the show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. We, we just like ate lunch friends together and didn't show, talk right. about John Wick at all. <laughs> but like it just didn't come up. We no. will if we get Corey's guess. That's true. Uh, I'm going to say Caitlin. Three on Caitlin. <gasps> wow. Three on Corey. None on Tom, Ollie, and Josh. That means Ollie will go first, then Josh, then Tom. Because <laughs> Josh makes it go alphabetical. That makes sense. Uh, so uh, now for the complete spoiler of that part. We're going to do our initial reactions, a.k.a. first impressions if you're across the pond. Uh, yeah, Corey, what would you think? Ooh, I get to start? Even yeah. though I'm not there? Aww. Uh, I love John Wick, first of all. Let me just start off with saying when the first one came out, it blew my friggin' mind. I think these are insanely creative. I love that they're made by stuntmen uh, with stuntmen. So, like, it's, a, it's basically their dream to make these movies, and I think it shows in all the choreography. Uh, I was very pumped going into this one. I loved the last one. Uh, there was a lot of cool. I liked the different scenery changes. I liked uh, a lot of the characters introduced or old characters, uh, different sides of them that we got to see that we didn't get to see before, aka the concierge. Which shout out! Uh, yes. But all in all, I left pretty excited. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom. Okay, me. <clears throat> so yeah, same vein as Corey. I like the John Wick series. I grew up on brainless action films with Stallone and Schwarzenegger, yeah. Van Damme. Hell yeah! Uh, you know all the people, but. The great thing I love about John Wick in the series is um, it's very tonally uh, itself. You know, it doesn't try to be something else. And if anything, it very much leans into the lore that it has. And it, again, it feels like, I forget the analogy I made, but it's like kind of like a sci-fi movie franchise where it feels that way, where it's like yeah. Yeah. there's this really cool underbelly society that, you know, the the John Wick stories are trying to to have and you know a bu- there's a bunch of fan surface in this third film for you know people who have followed Kiana Lawrence Fisher all these other people yeah and uh I, I went in pretty like okay let's see chapter three and, like I was expecting it to be the end as you know you heard in the beginning spoilers it's not the ending yeah mm-hmm. it's just chapter three and usually books have like what 20 chapters oh <laughs> which, which to be fair we should have seen it coming it's called prepare for war yeah, yeah. so like that's a good point. I should have seen that coming a mile is away. Is John Wick going to be the new Land Before Time and have like 20 movies? No, John Wick is going to be the new MCU. Uh, yes. Keanu Reeves did say he will continue to make these movies as long as his legs keep him up and the fans still want it. Wow. There you go. There you go. Shout 20. out to the movies. nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I left uh, walking out. I'm like, okay, that was dope. Yeah. Ollie. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've loved John Wick since it came out. Obviously, it's a fantastic series. Um, I love that it has, to me, like it's, like, I love the action. I love all that stuff. Um, but I love the world, the universe building. So for this one, I love that we got, like, to dive. Each film we've been getting, like, more and more, more of this, like, underbelly, like, universe building stuff. And, like, ever since you see the first, ever since I saw the first gold coin in the first one, I was like. What does this mean? I feel like okay. this is special, not just, like, random action. Mm-hmm. And it's not. And there's a lot of great moments in this There's a lot one. of thought put through. A lot of put yeah. through. And, and a lot of very satisfying Partially fan servicey, but I don't care because yeah. we're yeah. we're we're out to get we're in the sequel business. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what we're here for. So, I like yeah. it. Yeah, nice. Um, Kaylin, <laughs> <laughs> that was the smoothest little, and not me. Uh, when I I had seen the the previous John Wick movies kind of in passing, and didn't really think about it much because I don't really seek out adventure movies like high, like high octane Octane action like yeah shooting people and stabbing them in the face or whatever um so when i went into this i was just like all right it's all gonna be just a lot of really neat fighting and hopefully some neat plot because i remember the last one and it was like my dog new dog 
Let's fight. That was like the whole movie. That's what you got out of that? I, I will I will, wow. will preface everyone at home. This is pretty much to me what I got a lot of feels from. It's Fury Road, but just in the real world. In the real world. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of really good action. Fury setups. Road in New York City. Yeah. And, so. and well, mm-hmm. and what I loved about this that it that would have been great for Fury Road is like the situational fights. Mm-hmm. So like every time Based they in went in, every time they went in a new environment, I was like, "Ooh, how is What's he going to kill somebody here? this time? Like, <laughs> yeah. is he going to use molten metal? Is he going to use a horse? Oh, I'll use the horse! Like, it, everywhere he went, there was some new way to kill people, and it wouldn't have mattered where he went. But I was very aware of that they were doing that. It felt like, do you like violence? Here's some fan service for violence. Yo, dog, do you, you like, like violence, violence in Morocco? <laughs> So we put some violence in your violence. It's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. But but it was all of it was like great. Super fantastical, but great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh. Um can't, no, just kidding. Uh, really? When John Wick won for when it came out, I fucking loved it. John Wick 2 loved it. And this one, I was so pumped. All they all I needed to see was the logo. Mm. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go see that. And uh like Ali said, it's like the first one was kind of like it's just John Wick. And then in the second one, they built the world a little bit more. Like there's a little more bit of more the continental. Under, yeah, more of that. And then this third one, it's like they let me into the world more. Um, I did. I, yes, I should have seen it coming a mile away that this was not the final chapter, so to speak. Um, that it's it really is just a prep for war. But I loved every second of it. Mm. And I think when like speaking to what you were just saying, like. To me, what I see, like, when he's in a new environment, that's him, like, thinking on his feet. So it's really cool to see, like, oh, yeah, they're they're in a stable. It didn't occur to me to use the horses. The slap as, slap as, that ass. Like, to, anyway, I loved it a lot. I, I, I was very fond of, uh, in the progression of the movies, that it's, like, men versus men, men versus, uh, like... Uh, uh, more of an establishment. This is like getting to the gods. Oh yeah, yeah. Situation. the high table, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It, it, right, it right, got right. very video gamey feeling. Yeah, and I it's, like that it was great in a good way. Yeah. Um, and now with that, we go into our brief synopsis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're trying to make this brief mainly because we got a lot to talk about. This is a third film. Um, also, you know, this is. Uh, the first time we're talking about John Wick on the show, you know, so we might talk a little bit about the, you know, the first movie and the second movie and how it escalated yeah, to this point. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but if anyone that hasn't watched John Wick 2, uh, well, don't watch this movie. Watch uh, the second one and then watch this one. Uh, so after the events we'll of John Wick... We'll do episodes on the other ones. Yes. Eventually. Uh, so after the events of John Wick 2, John sends his new dog to the Continental to protect him. He acquires a stash of items that gets him to passage to Halle Berry's character with the help of Angelica Houston's character. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on, but this is just a synopsis. Uh, as John is in Casablanca to get information on the man that sits above the high table, an adju- adjudicator uh, informs Ian McShane and Lawrence Fishburne's characters that they must give up their place of business at the Continental and the Bowery, respectively. Or, because they helped John. Yes. Or feel the wrath of the high table. The adjudicator, played by... Ad- adjudicator. Adjudicator. Uh, played by Asia Kate Dillon, uh, recruits Mark uh, Dacascos' character, who's working at a, a little Japanese sushi ramen stand, uh, and they clean up house. Yeah, they do. Uh, John Wick meets the man atop the uh, the table, and he swears his fealty and service as long as he kills Winston. Uh, the uh, excommunicado that he's in will be over. But until that point, people will still try to kill him since he is no longer allowed to have any services of this world that we're in. Yeah. Um, they wind up at the Continental 
And Winston appeals to John Wick's feat of getting out and living as a man and to not be the Baba Yaga anymore. Um, they refuse the high table's offer and the adjudicator 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 uh, deconsecrates the con- the Continental, leading to the last stand fight with the help of Charon, who is uh, Lance Reddick's character, the concierge. And yes. uh, finally, John Wick defeats Zero and a parlay is made. Winston then betrays John Wick and the Bowery qu- King saves Wick to exact revenge on everybody. Wait. Wait. The TikTok man. You saw it as he betrays him? Winston? Yeah. He yeah. says Baba Yaga. And he's like, and then he's like, yeah, Winston betrayed you in order to. There's a lot of debate around that, yeah. actually, whether or not it's a real betrayal or not. Shot People have right taken places. it one or two ways. Yeah. yeah. At, at but the he, end of it, I mean, he says, yes, I'm angry. Should, yeah. He shot him in the right in the right ways, but he also shot him off like a 10-story building. Yeah. It's not guaranteed he'd live either. I, the thing is, like, he doesn't right. want to kill him, but he has to kill him. Yeah. Like, quote-unquote, in front of the adjudicator so he can keep the Continental. Mm. And the adjudicator said, like, oh, you did this as a front to show the power of the Continental. Yeah. You know, like, he used technically everybody. He didn't really want to use John Wick because, again, he I think it's, everything's feeling true, but it's a business at the end. Nothing personal, right. John Wick. And yeah. then Lawrence Fishburne takes him in. He's like, now tell me, are you angry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, <laughs> so that's it. Again, this is the third film in the franchise. First one starting out with a revenge story because um, people killed his dog. And then we find out a little bit more about the Baba Yaga, the Continental, this world of yeah. assassins. Second, well, I mean, technically it started because they fucked up his car. Yeah. And killed, and his, killed dog. his dog. Kill, mainly killed his dog. Yeah. But and the then, car. Yeah. And the second one, he gets his car back. But then what happens is like a bunch of other, he ends up fighting other friends, his hitman yeah. friends. He goes on a mission. We talk about, we see the blood seals and all that stuff. Like the, yeah. the packs between people. And mm-hmm. he kills somebody uh, on the Continental grounds, which causes all the events of John Wick 3. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with that, business is not allowed. Nope. Nope. Uh, with that, to be go conducted on continental grounds. Our production. production. Caitlin, take it away. This was distributed by Summit Entertainment. The director was Chad Stileski, um, who did the John Wick trilogy in upcoming Highlander film. Ooh. Uh, production was Basil Iwanek, uh, who did the Expendables trilogy, JW trilogy, K-19, Widowmaker, um, and basic. And basic. Um, and then Erica Lee, who did the John Wick trilogy, Sicario, and Wind River. Um, the screenplay was by Derek Kolstad, who did the John Wick trilogy and is also doing the upcoming Continental TV series. So um, But the, the story and, and the, all the characters were actually made by um, Derek Kolstad as well. Real, real quick shout out to uh, some of our patrons who uh, caught that. Uh, Huckleberry and Sarge on our Discord. Yeah. They were talking about it, and I was like looking up when I was doing this, and I was like, oh shit, they already know about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody was like, man, I wish they'd do a TV series, and they were laying it out. And it's like, no, and it's already made. Nope, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Well, and Shay Hatton, who did Entourage, Bernie Mac Show, uh, Zip TV movie. Zip a TV movie. Okay. Yeah. Bernie uh, Mac Show. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we've got Chris Collins, who's from The Wire, Clone did. Wars, who Worked did on. The Wire, Clone Wars TV show, uh, Sons Sword of. Up. Sons of Anarchy. Sword Art Online. No, Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> I read SAO instead of SOA. Uh, and the upcoming Continental. Uh, and then we have Mark Abrams, who did the first screenplay uh, for... Who, who's uh, first ever screenplay. First Whoa, ever screenplay. this is his first ever? First ever wow, movie. Wow, good for him. Was Parabellum. And uh, upcoming Army of the Dead. And our cast, Mr. Keanu Reeves uh, from Speed, the upcoming Toy Story 4, Bill and Ted... Face the music, um, and then Mark DeCascos, Hawaii Five-0, Iron Chef America, Brotherhood of the Wolf, yes. uh, Lance Reddick, The Wire, Jonah Hex, uh, White House Down, Upcoming Godzilla versus Kong, and Destiny. Asia Kate, oh, and Destiny, 
Of course, you <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh, we have Asia Kate Dillon, Orange is the New Black, and Billions, uh, the TV show. Angelica Houston, The Addams Family, Wes Anderson Films, Troll Hunters TV show. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Osmosis Jones, Mystic River, CSI Universe. I went for the weird ones. The <laughs> you. I didn't put, ma- I didn't put I Matrix really for Osmosis either of them. Because we already talked about him. Yeah, yeah, fair. Fa- he's known for American gods. <laughs> uh, I only know him from Osmosis Jones. I am joking 100%, but I wanted a straight face lie about that. Um, Halle Berry, Flintstones, X-Men, Gothica, Monsters Ball, and Catwoman. Uh, you leave with we, Flintstones, Tom? Fuck yeah, I put the Flintstones, baby. Of course baby. we do. That's, yeah. I mean. Miss Stone with all that leopard skirt. Accidentally skipped Ian McShane. I totally skipped Ian McShane. 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 <laughs> Who's known Who's for? Who's from uh, American Gods, Hercules, and the upcoming Deadwood TV movie. Mm. So, as well as a series. Real as, quick, yeah. Brotherhood of the Wolf, uh, Mark Dacascos, if anybody gets a chance. It's a French film. Really hard to find. Mm. So good. So I knew him from America, uh, American Iron Chef, but when I looked him up, that's like what he's most well known for. It's really? So Brother good. Of the Wolf. I knew Iron Chef for sure. Yeah, yeah Iron Chef. That was me yeah. and my dad would watch that. Mm-hmm. Werewolves and Ninjas. Well, watching this, I, I was like, who? I, he's so familiar looking, and I had, I would have never guessed. Quick fun fact, American the main Chef. guy from the original Iron Chef is not his uncle. Oh. That's fictional. What? Even though every episode is like, I've my uncle's- I've been lied know, right? to this yeah. whole time? Yes. Um, yes. So the runtime. One run shout out. Wait, I want to get one yes, cast Corey, shout out. I'm still grieving. I didn't want to interrupt anyone. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but Yaya Ruyan, uh, he was one of the knife brothers that that uh, oh, Keanu yeah. fights. He's from a series called The Raid. Oh. Uh, and every time I see him, he was also put in um, Star Wars: The Force Awakens because JJ loves The Raid. So I just want to give a shout out to him because he's one of the best uh, fight stunt guys I've probably ever seen on film. Out wow. there right now, live talent. What was his mm-hmm. name again? Uh, it is, I'm probably butchering this 100%, but it's like Yayan Ruyan. Yayan Ruyan. Nice. Well, yeah, it's Y A Y A N R U H I A N. Yayan. Yeah. Cool. Eh, we'll see. Uh, the runtime, Caitlin, please. Uh, is 131 minutes. Uh, it was released May 17th, 2019. The budget is an estimated 55 million and it grossed 88.8. Million this million. Sunday, Sunday, this Sunday. so on Monday, when you guys hear this, this on Thursday, it'll be a lot more. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, the Rotten Tomato score is an 89% with an audience score of 93%. Nice, uh, so it's doing okay, too, too bad, yeah, not doing too shabby, yeah. No, it made yeah. uh, and it's so doing great. The it's estimated, so when I first looked this up, it was really weird. They didn't, sh- they didn't say like Wikipedia, they didn't show like what the actual budget for. And it like we I had to like look through different sources to find what the quote unquote estimated budget was, which is really weird because the first movie was twenty million dollars, wow. and so like they're they're known for like a s- small budget high action, which is second great. was forty, yeah, and so that's really cool. Like all these locations, all this stuff, like it's not a bad way to spend fifty five million dollars. Not at no. all. Hmm. Now with that being done, we can go into our uh, as I said before, fruits and potatoes, but it's our meat and potatoes of the show. <laughs> oh. uh, fruits, and fruits and potatoes are fine. Oh, fruits are more healthier. Yeah. Uh, you know, fructose. Uh, our favorite parts. Mm-hmm. So let's let's discuss a little bit. Corey, you want to go first? He shot my dog. I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was, was one, my right. favorite line in the whole movie for sure. Like I loved the whole movie, but that line that I get it was like two on the money for me. Yeah. I didn't even see it coming is the thing. When she said he shot my dog, I was like, I yeah, man, be mad. But hearing him just go, yeah, I get it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this all started because of a puppy. Understated line. Basically, don't mess with assassins' dogs. No, never. Is the take. How about, how about uh, this? Don't mess with any dog. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Or that. They're really. all best. Best. They're um, all the but, best. 
but my two actual like beyond that, my my favorite things to see was seeing the concierge fight. Yeah, like yes. seeing him Lance get Riddick, some action. Yeah. yeah, dude, I love that guy. First of all, that actor. Yeah, I love but him. getting to see him just be all sophisticated, where he's talking about different bullets and armor-piercing mm-hmm. shotgun shells and stuff, but still having that like highbrow sophistication to it is yep. amazing. It's, it, he's um, like he's my vote for the next Alfred. One of my favorite parts was oh, uh, in that'd that be great in that in that particular sequence that you're talking about. Like, there's all this action, 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 and then it kind of comes down to a lull, and it transfers down to the the, the Safe vault. Room. And Ian McShane's just sitting on the couch, and the concierge just comes in, yeah. puts his gun down, grabs another one, and heads out. And it's yeah. like, yep. I love that. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love the part. We're in stand. We're in I need stand. more firepower. Oh, it's really good. It's, uh, it's, but it's, the, it's comedic fun. Good break. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, the other favorite part was the uh, knife fight. Mm-hmm. In like oh. the the knife shop, yep. Uh, the different throwing knives, but also seeing him get fatigued, like during that yeah. towards the end of that fight, he's tired. The other guys are tired, and they're like just kind of grappling and hoping someone grabs a knife. But then that last guy, he throws like six knives into, and then chucks an axe down the hallway <laughs> at the last uh, guy. Yeah, uh, I loved it. Uh, and then also the line, "Sometimes you got to cut a motherfucker." Yeah, <laughs> Lawrence Fishman's great. I think I think my favorite part. Was uh, oh my gosh, I can't even remember his name. Well, Bald guy, sword. I'm gonna be the one that kills John Wick. Oh, Mark. Mark. <laughs> um, of course, of course, his name is fucking Mark. I am um, chef. His his character's name is Zero. Okay. Doesn't mean it. we don't even bad. hear that name. That's though, but. what an edge lord name. Just call him Iron Chef, and we'll know who you mean. Iron Chef. Um, I loved him fanboying oh, over John Wick. That was Wick. so hilarious. He's like, is this the dog? Yeah. This is the dog. Wow. I, I'm and that he sits down right next. At first, I thought it was like an intimidation thing of yeah. like, you're not going anywhere. We're gonna fight. Then when he's like, I really liked your work for a long time. <laughs> it's <laughs> a super soccer thing. <laughs> it's like working with one of your favorite actors or something like that, and you're like. So I really just wanted to tell you that I loved you in <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know, your favorite actor's getting through a divorce and you overhear it. You're like, so can I get a picture? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that was amazing. Josh, your favorite part? Um, I mean, Corey did mention it. Okay. It's the, uh, I get it. Um, I was, the, the stable sequence, I really was like, wow. That, like, the thing about John Wick is I really yeah, I know that they're just like fight scenes after fight scene, but they're just, they are so well choreographed. And to watch like, watch them move through the set and do that, like the fact that somebody went, I have an idea. Let's be in the stables. And he uses the horses to kick the guys. Yeah, slaps that And ass. everybody went, yes, <laughs> let's do that. I just, it was just so out there that I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. He did it again. He didn't just do it once. He did but, it again. And the first time he did was like three kicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first time he did is crack. I was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. That yeah. guy died. Dead. Yeah. 100%. Um, for me, uh, if I could say one part that hasn't been said, uh, it's the beginning when he's getting um, wounded, like getting sutured up from the yeah. doctor. And then he, the, oh, the countdown like, and stuff. Well, the doctor's like, uh, they'll never believe that I stopped exactly on the minute. And it's like, well, I could say I take it from him. It's like, well, it's like I told you where the medicine was. And then he sits on the little thing. And he's like, shoot me right. Bam. It's like, oh my God. I didn't yeah. even let him finish. <laughs> and he's like, okay, hold he on. He doesn't just, have time. Not, not one more bullet. Uh, he's like, not, you do one more shot right here. Just don't hit my bam. It's just like, <laughs> wow. He just, oh, it's so good. But he's it's like, like, you wouldn't have pointed there unless that was the spot. Yeah. So like, it's like, but then it's like, it's the precision aim. It's yeah. the aimbot yeah. thing. And it's like, he knows what How he's confident say. his yeah. aim is yeah and yeah. then like the doctor's being super chill 
chill about it because he knows the reality of the situation is like, yeah, these people aren't going to fuck around. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I, don't, we don't have time for pleasantries like, now. As, as zany as the world has become in this film, like I love that there's still some of those kind of foresight things where it's like, I, yeah. there is no reaper, there's no action very, without in, like re- re- reaction. And that's yeah. the guy right. from The Matrix too. Yeah, okay. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's the guy, the key like master yeah. or whatever from oh, The Second yeah. Matrix. Yeah, of course he is. Oh, that guy. Of course he gets he is. shot up as hell in The Second Matrix. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked that. And then I, I really liked when he meets uh, Angelica Houston's character. I yeah. like where he's like, yeah. I am the, I'm the, one of the orphans of your tribe. Like, I grant, grant me passage. It's, it reminded me a lot of him when he slits his wrists in uh, Constantine and then yeah. invokes the devil. Mm, like, yeah. it's one of those like, I have to do literally, I have to like sell my soul at this point and like do this. And like, it's so funny because it's kind of like, I didn't know what was going to happen in the movie. I was like, what's going to happen? He's out of the thing. Well, he has to get brought back, brought back to New York. Yeah. So what's going to happen? And it became for me, like I, I was sitting in the theater. And I was looking, I was like, this feels so much like a cinematic video game, like a dark uncharted game where it's like, I'm following this character. I like this character because I've been through this character so much things. I'm learning more about the world he's in. And there's decisions that he has to make where it's like, you have to take out Winston, lose your fucking wedding ring. And it's like, oh, is he going to do it? And it's like, oh, he did. It's like, oh, so now he's back to square one. It's like, what's going to happen? Is he going to do the thing? And you're like, I don't know. Because, you know, moral wise, like you don't see, there's not a lot of mercy from him. when yeah. he, Like if you're in his crosshairs, you're dead. Mm-hmm. But he has friends and he has family. I'm glad you said um, video game because something I was thinking of during that last fight with him and the concierge going out, it was like, there's only been one other moment in a movie that's felt like this is what it's like to play a video game with your friend, and that was Iron Man and War Machine in Iron Man <laughs> oh, Two. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then when this happened, I was like, "This is what it's like to play an online video game with your friend." It's <laughs> like cover me, and, but it, it, then like the, the fact that the guys had like bulletproof armor, SWAT things. It was like, yeah, this is just a hard new enemy now. It's hard yep. mode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And, and um, John Wick's realization when he like t- was taking on that room and like him just shooting a couple of guys and they're not they're yeah. not dead he's like oh dude and you can all the headshots bouncing off yeah. you can see in his face like oh and then he has to like lift up their helmets to shoot them in the neck yeah like, this oh, is gonna so be cool. different yeah. <laughs> it was it felt we- like weirdly personal for him to like have to like lift their helmets and stuff too well, like I, which I get is like the point but I don't know I, I, I liked that they had the range because they could have immediately just gone for like the big guns and done the like armor penetrating whatever. Yeah. But the fact that they had a range well, of like, okay, we, build have, up to we have to adapt and build up to something it, bigger yeah. on our side. It's kind of like when you like, okay, here's a fighting dude, blah, 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 you attack them. And then it's like, now you have to roll to hit them. And this was like kind of like the, the one vil- the one enemy in the video game where it's like, you have to hit them from behind. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. much I gotta exactly. do. Yeah. And like, it's a, it's kind of, you know those boss fights that they're not just one person; it's like a group of people. Oh yeah! And like each wave gets stronger and stronger, and they go back to their like safe room and mm. prepare. It's like, <laughs> yes, Ollie. What are your favorite parts? Uh, my favorite part, I mean, it has to be hands down. Uh, I need guns, lots, lots of guns. guns. That made <laughs> oh, me yeah. so happy as a person, as a as my inner child, and I lit up with as a fan Lee, of the Matrix. As a fan of the Matrix, <laughs> can I? Can I piggyback on that for a second? Because sure. I'm glad that happened. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, because I was hoping something was going to happen in the last one. I always joked that mm-hmm. I had wished Lauren Fishburne had handed him like a blue pill. Yeah. And he's like, what's this? And he's like, Advil, you'll need it. Like that's, I wanted some Matrix something reference. Like so I'm yeah. glad it, I got it kind of finally came, got here. Yeah. And I was like, I was surprised that, that it was that on the nose. But um, I loved it. I ate it up. 
Yeah, that was. I think that's my favorite part. The other one is the is the um, knife fight. Like I think in the knife fight, and then um, like really anything with knives and swords. Really, Any yeah, of those I fights I love. I yeah, I really liked the fight with uh, Ruyan. Like yeah. I really liked because it was a very like, hey, it's pleasure to meet you. That We're last really, fight. Really, no, the fight before. Oh, when the they help him up. Oh, yeah. the one before. And he's just like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm up. You know, like yeah. he shakes them off. He's like, all right, I can do yeah. this. Yeah. Because and I was watching. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, because like, the great thing about it, it's like, yeah, everyone's out to kill them, but it's like John Wick is a celebrity in the world with the assassins, and yeah. like, as much as the students, you know, are doing what their you know teacher is telling them to do, like they, you know, at the very end, he does show mercy, which was nice because it's like, I'll, I'll be seeing you because he knows like, so did they, this isn't over. And like they, like, yeah, they show mercy and that, that same mercy is given to them in kind because it's more of like, we want to fight the best. Right. And it's kind of like that honor among thieves feel where it's like, yeah, we can, yeah. even though we're supposed to be killing each other, it's like, no, no, you know, personal, you know, that's not personal. But then like in yeah. the beginning with the, t- with a fucking giant guy who should probably play fucking Jaws and James <laughs> Bond, nice. uh, like he comes at him early before the things like no one will know. And it's like, that's a basketball player. Oh, of course it and is. I was like, I was like, man, what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, to, to that point, Tom. Oh, sorry. I'll let you go in just a second. I just want to. Yeah. To that Shut point up, of those Ollie. two guys. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, go, go ahead now. No. No, you can go ahead. That's Tom's uh, no, reaction, not mine. But the thing I like about the John Wick and especially that fight with the two guys is that they don't make him invincible, right? He's not so good that he blocks every shot. Like, yeah. He has to make decisions where he's taking kicks to the body so he can block the knives that they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that wears on him, and it goes through the scene, and they're they're really taking into consideration, like, okay, someone who's taken six kicks to the body, how is he going to move now? It kind of it, it was kind of leaning in towards that uh, Jackie Chan kind of uh, found environment, yeah. But yeah. but Jackie Chan takes it, the comedy a little bit higher by like having those over over the top reactions to things, like mm-hmm. you'll like, like oh, he hurts I hurt his my hand. yeah, exactly, or yeah. he'll like stub like his toe. The exact same yeah. example, because that's the one. That's um, one well, I mean, it's also like in that same vein, like with that same exact fight, I was like. He's got nothing but his belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, they yeah. help him up and yeah. it's like the second wave and he's like, all right. And he takes off his belt and he's like, let's he's do this. Of, he can catch people's hands. Which is yeah. Um, but that whole, uh, that whole final fight with, with Iron Chef America uh, was, <laughs> was amazing. Like, I just love the environment. It gave me, um, what's that old Jackie Chan movie? Under, was it Enter the Dragon? Is that the right one that I'm thinking of? Or was that's it a different one? Bruce Lee, that's I think. The, Bruce Lee. That's what I meant to say. What did I say? You yeah, said Jackie, Jackie Chan. We were just talking about it. It's Under the Dragon. It's the one with the bear claw guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they had like a fight, mirror fight. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of that a lot. Um, I like, cool. I like, the I wonder p- if it's an homage. It probably is. Probably. A bit. Uh, I think one thing I really liked about that sequence was like they kind of did a little Batman y stuff mm-hmm. where the mirror stuff, but then like hiding in the shadows. Yep. Where it felt very like, again, it is the Baba Yaga. He is back. And it's yeah. like, Baba these, Yaga. it's like within this world of the Continental and Assassins, the one thing I really love is. Um, Braun, aka uh, from Game of oh, Thrones. Oh yeah, he comes in there, but he says a lot of people wonder where the word assassin came from, and I'm like, it's hush, hush, whatever. I, I, I like, I remember that from a textbook. I was like, this is where the word assassin came from. But then he says like, even more people like say like, it came from this origin, that origin. It's like, yeah, it is like, it sort of gave me like a little, a little Assassin's Creedy feeling of like, Multiple. we're yeah. talking about the assassin world and where it came from, and of course it's some fucking dude in like the desert in another country or another continent. It's like, yeah, yeah of course he's like ruling everything. Um, but like in that sense, like it kind of brings back the mysticism about like who assassins were. Cause it was kind of like, you know, shadows in the night killing people because they couldn't wage war. Right. They had to do it secretly. And, but now they've created this like community amongst everybody. So I, I really like 
that world building aspect and that mm-hmm. like oh it's a third film but there's still more for us to gain from it mm-hmm. like it does have a developmental standpoint in that in that sense so yeah um, yeah. the there's more to come yeah uh, any scene with Lawrence Fishburne yeah he still has a stash huh his, nothing happened to a stash oh yeah his house burned down but. yeah that's true underneath with underneath the, yeah underneath with yeah. The, the, yeah. I, I guarantee if they do that it's like a skyfall move which is kind of dope I have a question yeah no how much do you think one of those gold coins is worth? Because he sometimes he only has to put down one Your in their life. life. Monetarily. Monet- in like American non-fealty type so of there's thing. There's got to be a, like, a, like a casino cash out place, right? You no, the, they, they make it out of that spot that they go to in Casablanca. No, yeah, I know, but, but like it, me receiving coins is a person that needs like to pay rent. You know, they do like appraisal. Like, it's probably like $50,000. No, but like in the economy, there's probably somewhere we can just cash out. I'm sure we could look up how right. much... You know, like estimate the weight of the coin and how much solid gold is worth. Yeah, there. I mean, I feel like it's like not in a weird way. It's monopoly money. It only works Whoa. in the game. It right. only works with amongst the. But assassins. what it gets you is crazy shit. Well, it's, yeah, you're. It, it's like what he said. It's like this is the commerce of uh, service. It's like I'm giving you like part of my bond is right. this money, which like I love that more because you know Corey and I we've talked about it and everyone in the world knows like. Money fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, and the idea of like, you must give these paper things to people for things that like, why don't we just barter? But this, like, they kind of went back to like the reality of like the, way, the exchange systems. Yeah. 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 The way I see it is like in a video game, you know how like you'll do a raid and you get specific type of currency yeah. mm-hmm. that you can then yeah. trade for items that then you can go sell. Ollie's eyes just Good lit point. up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how, does that make sense? I need to watch no, it makes perfect sense. Again. It's, but I, I, I think it's, yeah, that's, it's. I think a round number, $50,000. That's how much yeah. it's worth. But like the thing is like fifty thousand dollars in cash versus that gold coin, the, the gold coin has worth, worth more. Yeah, yeah. Tom says fifty. I say fifty one thousand. Did I price this right, you? Wow. Uh, you did. You know, it's fifty fifty thousand. Are we playing over under one? <laughs> one cent. We could. We're playing over under. Um, but yeah, I, I think somewhere around that range because it's like the the assassins don't need all the money in the world because they kind of just live off what they're doing. Like how that one homeless right guy in the Bowery was Jason Manzukis, dude, yeah, TikTok man. Yeah, so it's like that kind of stuff where it's like. Yeah, they don't need all the money in the world, but that if they have like four coins, they could be at the Continental for a day or for whatever they need to. Yeah. So Good point. It gets them a lot. Yeah. So does that move us to our favorite characters? characters and side characters? Mm. Um, oh, sure. what are what are what are considered characters I, I mean, and side I mean, characters? Is yeah. John Wick the main character and then everyone else a side character? I would say so. Because he's yeah. a titular character. So let's just do side characters. Yeah, yeah. Just side favorite characters. side character. Uh Corey, you wanna go first? I get to go first on everything today. Yeah, concierge. Yeah, so we don't forget. It's so hard to pick. <laughs> um, concierge. I mean, Bowery King, Lawrence Fishburne is my second. Like, yeah. Because I think every scene he was in, he commanded. Oh. Uh, it's his scene. For, for me, for it's, me, getting to see uh, Sharon like, fight and be something else than just the guy behind the desk, it mm-hmm. made, made me... like When they introduced him and everything was getting locked down, I remember sitting in my seat going... Oh my god! If he fights, I'm going to be the happiest person in this theater. And then he picked up guns, and I was like, "This is it. This is all I wanted. This is the moment." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it's it's him for sure. Nice. Okay. Uh, Caitlin. Uh, for humans. <laughs> I like the two dogs. I did. They were amazing. <laughs> I love the. I have dogs. that written down so here good. too, Caitlin. BT Dobbs. Doesn't that totally feel like it's like the character you unlock that has an ability to use two dogs instead of yeah. like? Yeah. I was thinking it reminded me of um. Uh, Borderlands Three just announced that they have like a um, like a Beastmaster type class, yeah. to where you have pets, and that's exactly what this is. It's like instead of holding two guns, she has one gun with more ammo, but yeah. then she has two dogs she can use. It's like yeah, 
And they no. both have ammo. No, I'm just kidding. No, they carry ammo. Yeah. Which is dope. dope. Yeah. Uh, so human answer, no. Caitlin. Human answer, I think, is zero. Okay. Just because of like Hold on, I'll be right there. I'll catch poor, up to you. Poor little baby. Oh. He's trying no, his best, won't. but he's not gonna do jack all. That was a good fight, wasn't it? He's like I think we could have been friends. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember what if, if it was like we could be friends or whatever. Did he, he say that? He's like if things if I didn't have to kill you, I think we could have been friends. Oh yeah. That's a, that's always the line. I yeah, that's know, always the but, line. But, but the secret is he didn't have like to kill him. Felt, I felt something when he said it, rather than all the other times I've heard it. I'm like, no, huh? Well, okay. yeah, because like he's this really cool dude, and like there is some similarities between the two. Yeah, and it's like there is this pretty well matched too. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's kind of like Corey's gonna fucking love when I say this. I'm gonna relate this to anime. It's Kenshin and Shishio. <sighs> it's the successor and the predecessor, like the fucking Batosai who killed all the Good people. Good thing I wear the white pants. Right? Now he has the white pants today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between. Everybody should have worn their red pants. Yeah. For all the blood. Yep. So yeah. so much blood. But you know what I'm so saying, Corey? Blood. Like, I do. 100%. Like Zero and Shishio are like, have this ruthlessness. And he says that when like the kids and grand social, uh, wherever, uh, by the way, I totally saw the lights from the Apple store. And uh, <laughs> oh. in the background. Shout out. Uh, oh, yeah, nice. And uh, he's like, that's that, that's what makes you different. I would have kept going, but there's kids in the way. And I was like, yeah, because he's I more ruthless. Yeah. And John Wick's like, no, I had a wife. But I also mm. lost my But he's got a that code. We, that we have to CGI this shit now. Yeah, yeah I know. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, I kept looking at his hand. Yeah, like, yeah I, I was like, now I have to look. that if it's gone, I want to make sure. Yeah, it's, it's really yep. weird. It, it becomes, if you mess up, it becomes I know. I will know. Really? Oh yeah, I can't. I it's it's. I can't. I hyper focus on stuff like that, and I can't. That's why I noticed the mole. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I'm imagining your brain going. Where's the finger? Okay, it's gone. Well, no, they did a good job. The <laughs> finger wasn't there the entire time. I yeah. saw it once. Yeah, you're talking about a, a company who paid five thousand dollars to make digital dog poop. They're not going to skip out on a finger. Yeah, I know. Um. I so know. so zero is you, mm -hmm. uh, Josh, and the dogs. Um, I would say Sophia. I really enjoyed her character, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Um, I wanted more. When she swishes yeah. the water and spits it back in, is like, So good. Here. She doesn't even swish it back in. She spits in the Bears. water, hoping that most of it gets out of the bottle. Yeah, that's fair. I don't um, think she hoped anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just really dug her. I, w uh, I think you just said Corey more. I would have loved more of her character, uh, more building of that. Um, no, I, I dug her. And the mm -hmm. two dogs, I mean, come on. It was sick. Yeah, it was ball. I would love to see yeah. more because they use because she used Sith. them in combat. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. talking that to was, you, John. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I I would love to see more because I want to see why they hate each other so much. Or like, obviously, I don't need to see the daughter and shit like that. But it's kind of like, man, she really fucking does not like him. Yeah. <laughs> if she had the ability to shoot him, she would shoot him. Yeah. But it's like, and but she, you know, they're willing to help, so it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Ollie, Ollie, uh, Halle Berry, free. It's it's actually Harry, Halle Berry Harry, Full. Harry Belly? Halle Berry Full. She is my favorite character in this, for sure. Okay. Hands down. I just loved her attitude. Loved the way she fought with him. I really the do want to know that backstory, though. I, I think do. we'll yeah, get it. We'll yeah, definitely yeah. get it. I think we'll, I think we'll, I hope so. I, I would like to see a lot more. Because Braun's probably going to come back, who's like, I gave you this hotel, and now you effed my legs, and your dog bit my penis, and Lawrence yeah. Fishburne's like, I am the king! Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> is definitely, though, a strong second for me. Yeah. Like, he, he owned his scenes. Yeah. He was, he was, he was better, he was better in this one than the second one. I just think he had more, oh, yeah. more of a commanding performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe they so wrote him a little better liked, in this one too. Just because like there's not gonna be any room to talk to, to talk about this. Keanu Reeves, I feel like he I like his performance more in the first one. Mm -hmm. Like especially when he was tied up. 
Save it for the qualms. Um, so it's not a qualm for me. Um, I I think Ian McShane's my favorite character, uh, Winston, um, because he does play it pretty cool. He does like this is like you're literally seeing the rep- repercussions of the second film of helping John Wick as a friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he does kind of play a little bit of mastermindy of like I'm just gonna sit in the back and you know hang up whenever uh the adjudicator calls and all that stuff, sitting with the dog, drinking some wine, and he's like do what you do best, hunt, and it's like. Like, after watching Hellboy, I've never watched Deadwood. So I know it's fucking my fault. Um, I'm stupid. Um, but now I want to watch it. And I'm just like, because looking him up, writing the notes for it, it's like, seeing his little bio blurb, it's like, Ian McShane, best known for playing every qu- type of character. He's, he, quote unquote, the, the quote is in the blog is, he has cornered the market on playing every single type of character. Wow. And I was just like, seeing, I was like, but it, and he plays it in like a very devilishly charming way. Yeah, and I, I'm just like I was really like enamored of like seeing how he, always, he performed. He always plays like the leader in something. No, I mean, yeah, what I'm really glad he did it. He did it in Hercules. <laughs> was yeah. in Hercules? He wasn't Hercules. <laughs> he was I'm Zeus, glad you brought him up because it's easy to not name him because he's so good in everything he does. Does that make sense? Like yeah. it's easy yeah. to just be like, yeah, Ian McShane's great. Yeah. But let me focus on the person I was surprised by. It's, it's because yeah. I don't think I've seen a performance of his where I was like, I caught you acting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's Josh's Ryan Reynolds and Neil Patrick Harris. It's always them. Yeah. But Ian McShane, like for me, I just really, really liked how he, he played things like he was going to lose the continental and X, Y, and Z. But like, he just played so calm and cool. I was like, yeah. he's my favorite character in that sense. If you get a chance to see Deadwood, it's mm-hmm. pretty it's great. Yeah. Like Lawrence Fishburne was definitely to me the most entertaining. If anything is like yeah. something you gotta cut a motherfucker. Ah, and the bill. It's like okay, cool. Oh, this is so good. I just feel like uh, this movie. Just yes, we establishes- know you like Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't hear what you well. Said. What I was going to say is that this movie really establishes like you fucked with the wrong people. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, like, yeah. As Blade says, all these motherfuckers try to ice skate uphill. Again. <laughs> again. You fucked with the wrong people again. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like in Jurassic Park, they never learn. It's like, oh, let's play with dinosaurs. Ah, oh, dang, that didn't work. Oh, let's fuck with John Wick. Again. again. <laughs> <laughs> there was an internet meme. John Wick's the only one that can he take out care. Thanos. You, you tell him, oh, you can't, he can't do business. No. No, bro. I still have time. <laughs> uh, well, uh, anyway. The, the thing, I, what was it that... The they could have defeated Thanos if uh, if he tears apart John Wick's dog. Yep, that yeah. was it. Just because John Wick's like, yeah, and then fucking uh, Josh posted on our Facebook where it's uh, Liam Neeson from Taken. It's like I don't have who is this, and it's like John Wick. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that. Oh. No, nope, won't oh, be touching that never mind. today. Um, so qualms. So now let's go. Call me qualms. qualms. Um, Corey, don't go first. I'm gonna go first. Okay, thank wow. you. I was gonna say not me, please. Yeah. Um, for me, this film, I think. Uh, like every single film has leaned into an aspect of the world of John Wick that I've loved. Like the f- sec- first one's really just like the tip of the iceberg of like the Baba Yaga. And yeah. the second one's like, mm-hmm. here's the Continental and here are assassins and they they all know each other. And this one's like, now there's different assassins from different places as well as the origins of the assassins and how how is how worldwide it is. Um, and that there's, there is an order in the world of the assassins and the highest order is the high table. Um, but one part of it, I think, and you know, everyone at home takes this with a grain of salt. I grew up on action films, but there was a part in this film where, like, you know, John Wick is known. The John Wick series is known for like highly choreographed sequences. There's yeah. some parts I was like, I don't think that was that. I don't think that was that well done. 
um, mm-hmm. certain points where I felt like there was a pot too long of a pause in the action. Like I was okay. Like with Halle Berry, yeah. like having to reload her gun and then like shoot the guy that she's right under. Like she did a little booty bump for the dog, and then all of a sudden she like reload her gun, and it's like it took like you know fucking what thirty frames. But I was like. It's a little long, but it's because mainly I would say I come in with like baggage because I've seen like movies like Expendables or Guardians of the Galaxy where they don't do action as well choreographed. And mm-hmm. so everything's just like boom, 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 boom. Like it's so cut so goddamn fast. that yeah. like but my brain John Wick film. Yeah. Like there's a highly choreographed sequence. It's more of a dance. It's more yeah. of a dance and a highly mm-hmm. action set piece. But those were yeah. things that like were glaring in my eyes. Well, I mean on that just to uh, – Something that I noticed about this one, and maybe I'm crazy, but I felt that the, I felt that the fights, though they were beautiful in many senses, some of them felt like they were held back, like they were, the actual people performing them were mm-hmm. actually like waiting. You feel waiting, you, you can hear like, the numbers. Can, yeah, and it's, it's like, like five, six, seven, eight, tap, tap, tap. Yeah, tap, and tap. so it's like, now I can't imagine these these fights, the rehearsals, everything that has to go into it. I just noticed it. Yeah. And this yeah. one, I would say the what we're trying to talk about is how like Caitlyn notices like a wrinkle on a CGI character. Yeah, so it's kind of like yeah, uh, it was a mole. Yeah, it was a mole. <laughs> <laughs> ever. and it was yeah. real, not it's CGI. The most how dare you? Thing ever. Yeah, um, fair. Secondly, um, you know the the great the great thing about like, like I said, the film is totally very focused in the world of the assassins and John Wick and all that stuff. I just felt like sometimes it's not like it's a bathos thing where it's like they don't take it seriously. But there was just kind of like a nonchalance about things. Um, and I like going back to, I guess, to the Casablanca shooting scene where it's like people are shooting each other and then they run out of bullets and then they have to like look at each other and then they get back up and they reload. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, yeah, that is what would happen or shit like that. But it's kind of like, I feel like John Wick would probably just, you know, grapple both of them and take them down. Instead yeah. Of like so pause and all that stuff. I have pretty much the same qualm where mm-hmm. I and I my note I wrote is is a little more dramatic, but I said the fights felt soulless, mm-hmm. and in that I mean that like if you think back to the first John Wick, that scene where they first invade his house mm-hmm. is probably some of the best uh, usage of space and fight choreography that I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and each fight kind of had a story to tell with it, mm-hmm. and a lot of these fights did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of these fights were just fights. There was action beats. Yeah, they hit action beats and like I don't they were cool looking, don't get me wrong. Like the horse thing was great, but there was a lot of the fights where I actually f- felt a little bored. Yeah. Mm. Like, and I and well, and didn't same, expect that from John Wick. The same happened for me too because I feel like I actually lost investment in what I was looking at because as he was like just taking he was picking up whatever and that was cool but it kind of felt like the fights were a little whatever too mm. which was kind of the point since everybody's out to kill him but yeah. I don't know I, I feel for like me, they could have maybe introduced the assassins or a little more so that's my matter. my next point the first movie you have Vigo, Marcus, Perkins Avi and Kirill who's like the big bodyguard guy the second film you have Bowery King, Ares, Cassian Santio, Gianna and Julius this one we had Iron Chef. Yeah. Like, yeah. no other... The thing about the other John Wick films is each of those fights with those face... There was too many faceless assassins in this. Yeah. The other ones with all the face characters were were unique to that character. Like, mm-hmm. Ruby Rose not talking, Cassian or on the subway. Common, baby. That's Cassian, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, on the yeah. subway fight. And, like, each of them had a unique thing about that character and they, yeah. they that said made it the in fight their, interesting. They said it in their faces. Yeah. You right. Know? Like, uh, the first guy with the knife... Life stuff. He's the villain from Shanghai Noon. 
And he's right. also in Batman Begins as they must have contaminated the water. Like th- that's that guy. But he only plays those like stereotypically like dope Asian dudes or really smart guys. But like he didn't have that much of a part. He just see him like he's yeah. at a restaurant and that's it. Yeah. But well, like the fight with Perkins in the hotel room where she uses her jacket to fight, and mm. then you have uh the super big buff guy from the first film who's like the the kid's bodyguard who's mm. super strong and they're fighting through the casino and he like picks him up and throws him off the second story. Or you have like I keep going back to the 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 silencer fight with Cassian through oh, the subway. So good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's funny and, I, and it's effective. I missed things like that in this film. Like like and again to its point, like we mentioned earlier, it's much like Fury Road, where it's like a kind of a nonstop action thing because it is always a chase. Everything's a chasing. Yeah. Um, for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. Where like with Mad Max in, in in a comparison, like it's a high octane action where like the world's pretty like not simple, but like it's intricate in its own way. We just not we don't get everything from it. We don't get a narration about it. Um, but uh, well, like, I mean, this this felt like he was always like every fight was a result of him being on the run and having to survive this situation as opposed to him necessarily choosing like choosing. Okay, we need to infiltrate this. He's place. reacting to everything instead right. of creating it. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the first one, it's a lot of reacting as well. Uh, I mean, like, especially with them invading invading his home. But, like, there's story behind that, right? It's pulling him out of retirement. he seeks out the club, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's a little different. Uh, In this... Yeah, your qualms. Yeah, so for me, mostly, like, I didn't really have that big of an issue with the fights as much, um, but it was Not enough Halle Berry. Not enough Halle Berry, for sure. But not enough Keanu in a weird way. Like, I felt like I didn't get the performance that I wanted. Like, that first movie, it just felt like it was... Like perfect. <laughs> I, I would have to say his biggest performance part is with Angelica Houston, and yeah. then with the king of the high table. The high table, yeah. That's it. And then, but there's no like final defining thing that he does. I guess he has his last line or whatever, but like that wasn't as pointy. Yeah. I was waiting for that to be a bit more pointy, and I was waiting for him to say something a little more complex. But he says, "Yeah," and I, I'm fine, I agree, I Ali. I think the dialogue in in this film really suffered. Yeah. The the last two lines, I laughed. <sighs> He's like. Are you pissed off? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I swear, if all he says is, is yeah, yeah, in a husky voice, and then he was like, you know what it reminds yeah. me of? You know what it reminded me of? The weird letdown. I had this big letdown moment in the Why? Dark Knight. Uh, have you seen Dark Knight Rises? No, she hasn't. She hasn't seen any of them. I'll hold off then. Probably not. Never mind. There's Bro, a, okay, you have to explain. There's Just an exchange. There's an exchange there that's climactic. The dialogue exchange that just falls completely flat for me. Oh. Because but, it's husky and needlessly. Well, see, it's for just me, the that, words aren't well put together. Oh. Those last two lines actually felt in line with with his character. That those ones didn't bother me at all. But there's not enough of the the lore moments. Like mm-hmm. in the first film, you have the "I heard you struck my son." Well, yeah, he stole John's car and killed his puppy. Oh, and then he hangs up. Like I missed those over the top, ridiculous kind of. Actiony like, don't, stuff. Don't it's, mess with John Wick. Yeah, it's the Chris Evans from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Was it just you know, two clicks? Or like or like the the boogeyman? No, he's the one you sent to kill the boogeyman. Like I missed that stuff. Yeah. See, and yeah. and I want to add a little addendum to the last couple lines made me laugh, but it didn't feel out of place. Yeah. No, but it, it was it just like I mean this one is there, the silly Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying it didn't But but yeah. there wasn't there wasn't a there were. I wish there were more moments like that. I think I'm agreeing. Basically, I wanted him Corey to say something that would pump yeah. me up. So, yeah. so yeah, I'll, I'll, I was I mean, doing it, to me. It did because it was the same as yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. It's like ridiculous and gravelly. But the other stuff was missing. There was no 
real lore dialogue that built into the world. Um, while you guys were uh, talking about it, uh, I was online on the IMDb and checked out all those writers we talked about. It's the first time that's ever happened. The first two films were written purely by Derek Kolstad. Hmm. And I so, wonder why they brought out more people. I'm, I mean, it's a bigger film. It's becoming a franchise now. So, I mean, definitely studio involvement, I feel like, especially the fact that since he now is going to create the Continental TV show, it's kind of like helping hands. You know, I think, like, especially he had more time to work out John Wick 1 and 2. Yeah. And then, like, now 3 is kind of like, you know, he always saw it as a trilogy, but mm -hmm. it's kind of like, well, now we have to make that and not George R. R. Martin it and just, like, wait 10 years to make a, a sequel. That makes or sense. Or even another George, George fucking Miller. Yeah. So, um, um, qualms, Josh? Yeah, uh, my qualms centralize around one particular scene, um, and it is the when he quote when he meets the quote elder of the high table. Um, oh yeah. I Oberon. first I can't buy that that guy is the elder. There's a part of me that is. He's a little too young to be the elder. <laughs> I know that it's really dead on. I mean, oh, the elder, and I'm maybe it's the language, but I still don't buy him as the leader of this quote underground like. Um, society he just doesn't strike he strikes me as he's a he's a look over here I'm not the like he's he's uh, Ben Kingsley from Iron Man 3 yeah he could um, be a he's not he the be. real so can I ask then who would you cast instead to be the real to give you that right feel Odin Fair from Mummy well before we get into Frankie casting Minas. can I ask what the qualm about it is because no, it's, maybe it's, it's intentional that he's supposed to be a no 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 it's him. just it's that's really just more of a, I don't even know if that's a qualm. It's more of like a, I get hung up on that. Mm. I don't know. I just don't buy it yet. Um, he also just doesn't strike me as the leader of this society. So like, then maybe it's be, the, if he is supposed to be the leader, the way I'm, that he was written, down. then I'm let down. Yeah. He doesn't have he the just, presence for it. He doesn't have the presence. He doesn't seem like. Love him in Wonder Woman though. It's not even the actor. It's like the, the what the what character represents, the out. character. Ah, voilà. Yeah. Um, and then the decision that um, John Wick makes in that moment, though necessary to live, I just don't know if he would, me as I know John Wick and what I think I know is John Wick, uh -huh. I don't think that he would pledge his fealty and have to kill a friend in order to live, survive. to Which, survive. And mm. I, to me, to that point, I loved that because it was so like, what's happening? Yeah, I love that because it's like I 100% agree. It's like why the fuck would he do this? Like he did this all because he got out and then he wants revenge and now he has to come back in. It yeah. felt so like off character, but then to me it it made me so excited because I was just like, well now what's gonna happen? You know? What well, I mean? it also it gets full circle to the first line that Winston says in the original film where he says, "You so much as dip a toe back in this world and you're in for life." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a prophecy fulfilled. Um, but then yeah, like to that point. I was like, yeah, I felt so like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He has to like, now he's like the the main high tables, like assassin dude, right? Like, welcome yeah. back. And it felt a little weird. I was like, what the fuck is going to happen? But it kind of kind of has a full circle moment with the first one of like, you made it out, da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it, there is that character flaw that John Wick has of like, he does, it's like, you're only trying to stay alive so you can keep the memory of your wife, but then you'll die as the Baba Yaga, never actually not living as a man. Yeah. So it does kind of play out. It's like, yeah, we never saw him how he did really live, you know, yeah. outside the, you know, blah, blah, blah. We saw it for like, you know, a couple minutes in the beginning of the film, of yeah. the first one, but. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, we haven't really seen him full in too. Like, we yeah. don't know how he was when he was the Baba Yaga. Like, we don't right. know, like, we this is just him. at the end of the film. Huh? 
We got a taste of it at the end of the film, blending yeah. into the shadows and Well, I what I mean is like let's do prequels. Like we've never seen like what he was as the Baba Yaga. Like we know him reacting to this situation. This is John Wick like reacting Jun- and trying Junior to Wick. Junior Wick. Uh, it's just like we don't know like anyway. It's yeah. just it just was a decision that I was like I just I re- I have a really hard time really Understanding it. understanding why they would even happen. I, I would say like this: if he didn't choose and he had to like quote unquote like not do whatever the fuck because he's, the main f- film is like his survival is yeah. like him running to survive and he has to make any deal with the devil he possibly can. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to that point, if he'd stayed on true character, he probably would have died in this film. Yeah, it would have been yeah, done. Perfect. And they were yeah. foreshadowing hey. that a lot. Yeah, it's like you're gonna die yeah. and maybe not today. They were gonna leave him to die. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but you will die. And then it's like that's it. And it's like, oh shit, is this gonna? Be? And that's why I thought like, is this gonna be the last film? But then. No, baby. No. We got some miles to go still. Yeah, which I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not technically mad about. But No, um, I'm not mad. Any other qualms for everyone? Yeah, I haven't said mine yet. I, oh, go ahead, Corey. Um, Again, no common. <laughs> no common? Is he, did yeah. he die? No. Oh, he didn't die. No, he didn't die. No, he was still alive. He disappeared at the end of the, the second film. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, bring him to another movie. Bring him back, baby. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I get that. I, I love Iron Chef. Don't get me wrong. Should have been common. As the main guy, he's like, hey, you're the one. Yeah. That, yeah. You know what? That uh, because, would have been cool for a character development moment. And like, I have no problem with bringing a character back in the fourth film or whatever. But then don't, I didn't need to see the like, oh my God, he's still alive at the second. Like, just bring mm. him back. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it was too much of like a tease and then drop it. Mm. Good point. It was, for me, I was expecting him to come back this whole time because of how they left it in the yeah. second film. And so when the credits rolled, I was looking for him the whole time. And when the credits rolls, I was really disappointed. It's a, it, yeah, it's a very like Empire Strikes Back feeling. Like the second one's like set up for such a great thing, and then some, you know, some things don't get played out in the yeah. third one. But, um, yeah, fourth one. It, we'll it, see. So that was that was disappointing mm. to me to not see him come back after the way they left it in the second film, and how much of a part he played in that, and how yeah, how much they emphasized him, you know, not being dead on the train afterwards. Yeah. Um, the other thing was uh, I did not enjoy any of the time in Casablanca. Hmm. No. Um, it separated him too much from everything that was going on for me. And it made it seem like I was watching two different movies simultaneously. Mm. And I would have liked either an entire movie in Casablanca or or an entire movie in New York. But for me, they didn't spend enough time for me to fall in love with it there. Yeah. And they spent too much time for me to forget about New York. Mm. Mm. Um, I think and, the, the only part of the yeah. Casablanca I liked was with Braun. Was talking about like this is the first coin ever made. I'm like this is yeah. cool. Well, but I just want to point out that his name is Jerome Flynn. All right. Yes. And uh, he's pretty like, amazing. And he wants a castle. For me, <laughs> you introduce and like and I didn't not like Casablanca. Though. I mean, I think to the contrary, I liked it too much, and that that was maybe the issue. Was like I feel like they set up great characters, a great vibe for the city, everything like that. Uh, you know, with with Halle Berry's character and the two dogs, and then they dropped it like it's hot real quick, yeah. and then yeah. the, then they're just gone. Yeah. Uh, and to me, I either would have, again, either liked him to stay in San Francisco, I mean, in uh, New York a little longer or within the U.S., or do the entire movie in Casablanca and have him come back mm-hmm. at the end. And then the third one, they're like, we need you back, Joel Wick. Yeah. <laughs> or he finds out that his escape to Casablanca is worse, you know what I mean, or something he has to try to get back to New York, even though he's now hidden somewhere in Casablanca and yeah. try to find his way that way. Uh, but but for me, it was just, it took me out of the film pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, Ollie, interesting. Your qualms? I just had one small one. I didn't. Uh, I didn't love the way the horse kicking looked. It looked CG, and mm. it took me out. You want to know something crazy? I don't know how possible that is to make you a know what? It's, horse it's, kick under. It is very CG. 
<laughs> no, I know it, was <laughs> it looked scary. They didn't spend the time to blend yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't clean. CG. No, but it wasn't even the CG that took me. I was like, is it really that easy to just make a horse kick for you on command? Like for, it is for the perfectly lined but enemies. Not safely. It's not safely with a stuntman behind him. Yeah. yeah. Right. I I would say like this. It's very easy to make us kick. Just hitting the right place in our knee. So definitely with horses. It just felt a little. It, was, it dipped a little bit into cartoon territory. Too, too video gamey. Yeah, Press the R button here. To make this <laughs> horse kick for you. I'll be honest. As someone who was lived on a farm and was took horse lessons and stuff, it is that easy. Like yeah. it is just okay. a slap it. It happens, but All right. it they didn't blend Tom, it no. well. Tom, no. Slap it, it happens. You know it. Jesus. You can. Uh, shake, I hope someone takes a soundbite for that. Wow. <laughs> um, cool. That was it. All qualms done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now we must rate. Okay. Ollie, Josh, rate. Tom. Ollie, Josh, Tom. You know what? Fuck it. Ollie, I won't make you go first. I'll go first. Okay. okay. Wow. Because Josh is, you know. <laughs> wow. We'll go reverse. Even Let's worse. throw Josh under see, the bus. See how I made that a very generous thing and just backhanded somebody at the yep. same time? Uh, for me, it's a 4.2. Okay. Wow. Solid really? 4.2. I've mm. again I've grown up on action movies, like shitty action movies that I fucking love. Right, mm-hmm. um, and then seeing fucking this, love. I fucking love, and like seeing this, it's like, yeah, it's it's like a, it's kind of like like stupid actiony kung fu gun fighting movie, um, but there's a lot of like for me when I was in the theater, I was like there's a lot of oh shit, but it's like god damn, yeah. like when the like the knife goes stabbed in the him eye. through the oh, eye, oh yeah, those moments, I, I was like, turn away. oh I love that shit and I want more of it, and uh, like those are the kind of things where it's like yeah, let's fucking put that on, you know, like it's th- this is the movie that like. Oh yeah, like it's not something like you have to know everything about the lore and read the books. It's like no, I'm fucking watch this movie and I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah, and we can yeah. laugh about it. You know, I could you know Netflix and chill with it, or we can just like hang out and play some board games. And while that's in the background, you know, it's a very enjoyable movie. That like if it's on a rerun on TV, it's like it's probably the best thing that's on TV. If that's a rerun, good point. you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a four point two solid. Like, look, I'm willing to buy it. The John Wick series like has done super well for like. For someone, and Corey knows it too, like I grew up also on Jackie Chan stuff, so it's like seeing nice, well-done choreography versus just a lot of smash cuts of punching people's faces and like elbows flying for no reason. Like, cool, I got to see people actually acting. I got to see some wonders. I got to see some good cinematography, like mm-hmm. some good light setups. Like everything looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like everything looks like a still shot. Like, cool, that could be on my wall. The lights. The lighting mm-hmm. in there is so good. Yeah. Um, oh, their use of light—the green at the edge. The green, yeah. The, it's like, of course, put the mood light on, and it's fucking green strobe lights. And what it's does like, he say? We've got to set the mood for set our, the mood for our yeah. guests. Yeah, <laughs> and like, of course, like everything, like when he sees Angelica Houston, like the room that they're in to make the deal where he's getting like fucking burned like an animal. Uh, like it's all tungsten lighting, but outside they have blue LEDs, so you have that great contrast. It's like you don't get that in like billion-dollar films. Yeah, you get CGI sets. Yeah. But this is like yeah. cool. The gaffers and the electric G and E team like are on fleek. The DP on fleek, and it's like you don't get that in any other type of film, and t- other than a film that wants to be a highly stylized thing. The last thing we saw, beautiful neon sh- lights, Detective Pikachu, right? Hmm. But yeah. it's like, yeah. when was the last time you saw that? You can't really say. And so like that's the crazy thing. It's like uh, these films are beautifully shot, beautifully made. Um, the raid, the writing is, you know, neither here nor there. But it's like, yeah, it's it's I'm, I I like it a lot. Nice. Dang. Nice. My next or Josh next? I'll go reverse next. Alphabetical. Okay. Um, you too. I will. It's a 4.5. Oh. Um, oh. Five, being, five being something that you would not change anything about. So 4.5. I would change about 0. 0.5. About 0. 0.5 of, of things? Yeah, of things. 
Um, fair. Longer yeah. hair for Keanu. Yeah, yes. man. And that beard, that like neck beard, man, kind of shave that. No. <laughs> 4.5. He's on the run, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. His house burned down. That's it, true. Um, although I'm sure the accommodations at the Continental are more than um, more yeah, than good. More than, I would like to see a Continental uh, breakfast. <laughs> but anyways, Ollie, go ahead. Uh, mine is also 4.2. Hmm. Um, I thought, I mean, I oh. love the John Wick movies. Um, I actually think this is my, th- my least favorite of the three. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't know if I would give the first one a five. So this has to kind of be lower on the scale a little bit. So yeah, 4.2 feels good. Still really fun action movies. Keanu Reeves, every, like I'll see whatever he's in. Lawrence Fishburne. Amazing. Halle Berry. Awesome to see her back. It's Lauren. Again. Oh I my God. I don't care. Kidding, kidding. Uh, wow. But yeah, that's my score. Halliburri, Halliburri. So now it is down to Corey and Caitlin. Well, it's me first because she has three, so it's me yeah, next. Of course um, oh, yeah. Tom, I grew up on the same films, but John Wick um, gave me a different kind of bar, set of bar for me. And I actually left disappointed after this film. Really? Um, to the point where I went home. I like I talk about John Wick to my wife all the time. I try to get her to watch it all the time. I'm like, these... These are fucking amazing. Like these are, these are like unlike anything I've ever seen. They're so creative, this and that. And when she asked me um, how I when I saw the film, she said, "How was it?" My response actually got her to go, "Oh, but I thought you loved these films." And it was just because I was like, "Yeah, it was good." And she was like, "Just good?" And I was like, "Yeah." Um, I, I think it tried to do too much, and I I was left I wanting by the end of it. And I, I didn't get to the hype level I've gotten for the first or second one. And to, 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 to like, you know, speak to the other side of it, these are still phenomenal films. And yeah. comparing it against any other action film, this would be like through the roof. But since it is a John Wick film, That's for me, it's a 3.7. Oh, uh, yes! God damn it. Uh, you'll have fun editing this. We were like guessing, we're like, what is he going to say? 3.5, 3.7? And I guessed 3.7. right on the dot. Yeah, uh, because to me, it didn't meet the bar that's been set by the other two films. And I think what you're speaking about with the other writers really muddied it up. Yeah, I think 100%. I think it had a lack of yeah. focus, to be honest. Yeah, um, Keanu's still great. Everyone in it is still great. The choreography is still, you know, beyond what I've come to expect to see in other action films. But uh, to leave with with wanting so much with stuff like Common and you know, getting lost within the muddiness of, of going to Casablanca and then back to New York and then this and that and this and that. Uh, I was a little let down. Sounds so like you're talking about a Transformers 7. film. <laughs> Where there's so, it's like 12 different locations in yeah. 20, 40 countries. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we've said this before on Hellboy, like eight producers is yeah. maybe seven too many. Too many a lot cooks. of cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and that's what happens with writers too. And it's like, again, probably they have to have something attached to so they can do the TV shows. And stuff yeah, like that. and they introduced a lot of cool stuff that I would have loved to focus on, but instead they introduced a lot of stuff then then didn't focus on any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, Caitlin. I don't know if this is going to surprise you all or not. But Four point something. I like the movie. It's... Yeah. Yeah. But what's your score? And my, I give it a... <laughs> 4.2. Oh. Because I, and and again. More these eye gouging, the, right? Oh, God, no. I actually had to turn my head away. I could not watch that. Uh, but I, the, what the movie was, was great. I liked, I liked so many different aspects of it. The, how it was shot, the, the different characters and who they were and how they interacted with each other. Um, 
the the uh, campiness is the wrong word, but the over the top of things. Like, I actually think campy no is one... a pretty good. Campy is perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah campy is a good okay. word. This isn't yeah. the Met Gala. Like, you could say camp. Like okay. Indiana Jones is camp, but it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the campiness of this is is what made me like it. I, I think honestly, that's what made me yeah. score it higher. Because mm-hmm. if it, it tried to take itself any more seriously than it did, I would have been like, yeah, okay. I think they're really none of us. Would they're presenting tropes think. and playing yeah. with those. Yeah, you need, you need yeah. that in this. Yeah, and and just so many creative ways to kill people. Well, I mean, so it's, many. Yeah, it the the whole thing. I would put it in the kind of the area of extreme and hyperbolic. Like even if you watch the trailers, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's John Wick. It's like well. It's just intense all the this way through. Coming to yeah, Jack and there's that line. Jack there's Reed. that line in there's that line in the first film where he's like, "Send everybody. It won't be enough." And it's one guy. Yeah. He's sending yeah. his well, entire army, and he's like, "Then it'll be even." Well, yeah, that's what he says in this film. Where in it's this like, film too, it's he's like, like there's the entire be world. Every every able-bodied person is going to be coming after him, and he's like, "Well, the odds are even then." No, like even. that's the stuff I wanted more of in this. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to make a quick shout out. Um, shout out to all the tattooed women in the oh yeah, there was un- in the, the underground yeah because yeah. we don't the see penguin. a lot of that people and the, the penguin. tattooed people. It yeah. wasn't just ladies. There's one dude. It was the penguin from well, Gotham. Well, we don't know if that's <laughs> yeah whatever. When it, anyway, but I'm just saying he was the one dude. Gender identities. Was who yeah. knows? But sure. his his response, like when he saw that. Um, Deconsecrated, the, the deconsecrated. Like he was like, okay, oh, shit. oh damn. Um, but I, I really like that actor a lot. I don't yeah. watch Gotham that religiously, but he's great in yeah. there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Corey like the is the grump. Corey's a grump. I, I was right. I will say this though. I will be first in line for John Wick Four. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred oh, percent. Oh yeah. yeah, we're all gonna go see it. For yeah, sure. all you guys watched it before I did. You guys were all texting. I just watched it. I'm like, watch that shit. But yeah, well, I feel complete. I feel like a bleed. Yeah, I feel angry. Are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm thinking I'm not wearing hockey pants. Oh. Oh. Wow. Uh, you know you can calm yourself down with a nice uh, cam- chamomile tea. Calm of ma- tea? <laughs> chamomile tea. I it too. Wow. And yep. uh, you can you can drink it out of out of our fancy mugs. And wow. Uh, wow, that product placement though. Tried, no Everyone way. listening at home, just if you want one episode to watch on YouTube, watch this one because, you know, Josh is not happy that I was just playing with all of our props. He's playing with his prop knife. And I was playing almost. with a gun. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, I'm dealing yeah, with children. I'm not there, man. I know, right? Yeah. Um, Corey would be slapping everyone around. Yeah. Corey would actually be in full pads. <laughs> well, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you uh, spending some time with us talking about John Wick. Yeah. Mm, we're so angry. So um, but yeah, if you are new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. has all the information there. Uh, our podcast, we have many now. We have this show, the one that you're listening to, NerdOn, the podcast. We have our new weekly show called The NerdOn Update, which is basically us getting nerdy about recent news. And a special part of it is we are answering questions from you. You. And if you would like to submit questions to and that. You, and you and you. You can email questions at nerdon.tv. And then, but wait, there's more. Wow. There's another show that we have that is once a month, the first Monday of every month, Trope Time. It is hosted by our friends Izzy and Nikki. Check it out. But yeah, nerdon.tv has all the infos. But yeah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for checking out the the video if you're on YouTube. Uh, Mm -hmm. Share it with your friends, your family, or if Corey likes to say your enemies if you didn't like it. I don't know. I always yeah. butcher that phrase. That's fine. If you didn't like it, share it with your share enemies. Share with your friends. If yeah. they don't there like it, is. then so. share with your enemies. Also, Someday. 
Um, listening helps out. Uh, being a patron helps, but also rating on all of our social media things mm-hmm. like Facebook and I, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Comment, helps. like, subscribe. Smash that like button. Yeah, smash his face. And sit With on a horse. Me. Yes. Oh. Sit on your butt. Anywho. On wow. I'm just going to, we need to end this. Yep. Okay. As always, Nerd On! Ending broadcast.